Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another Arsenio ZSL podcast, and man, happy, oh my god, I believe it's Tuesday to everyone out there. Again, so grateful for everyone who is listening and tuning into my podcast on a consistent basis. So many people are following me on IG, say thank you so much. You know, it's been amazing. You're helping me so much with my, you know, my, you know, the TOEFL and everything, so... Again, thanks so much. I need to hurry up, and I know I need to hurry up and make a business English podcast as soon as possible. We're going to be diving back into that. I promise, I promise. But nonetheless, guys, we're going to be diving into some good stuff today. So, uh, sit back and let's get into the speaking question four. Remember, I had already told you it's all about that spoken fluency, right? As a matter of fact, I was just looking over a couple of things uh, because I had a student named Sabrina who uh who had talked to me and I realized that the biggest thing in order for you to get a really good score in your speaking it's all about your connected speech and the consonant clusters all right connected speech and consonant clusters now if we look at the consonant sounds and the vowel sounds the vowel sounds very important for the vowels and right so but I'm not too worried about that the grammatical endings not too not too much of a big problem, right? But the word stress, the word stress, the rhythm, the connected speech, consonant clusters, these are the four biggest that relate to those. So when I talk about connected speech, um, here we go. Let me give you an example. The le- What the hell is going on here? The lecture explains the two, this, right? Now, I had a student, his connected speech and his consonant clusters were not good. So it sounded like the lecture explains the two. Do you you see what I mean by that? There's no connections in between the words. There are no consonant clusters. A consonant cluster is like these two words right here. So explains the... You see how I connect it? That's a consonant cluster because consonant sounds are not the A, E, I, O, U. They're everything else. So if you just say explains the, there's no consonant cluster there. Therefore, the sustained speech and speaking rate could be a problem. But if you say the lecturer explain, you see how I go the uh, lecture explains, lecture explains, I connect both of them. That's the vowel vowel clusters, right? So I'm just pointing that out because the more you connect both the consonant and the vowels, the speaking rate and everything else will skyrocket immediately. All right. And so I'm going to have to like give you a a little bit of a speech profile. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be creating them really soon. Uh, It's going to look something like that. All right. And so I'm probably going to have to give you a speech. uh, What is it? A speech profile breakdown so that you understand exactly where your speaking is and everything. Okay. so with that being said, all right, I just wanted to point that out because I was just discussing that with one of my students. So now with the speaking question four, it's always to do something. Now, the biggest problem with this is that we may have a little bit of an issue. In regards to what is bullshit and what is not bullshit, we're always listening for the two something, but the lecturer at the beginning in the first 20 to 40 seconds, she just talks about a bunch of blah, 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 bl
That's exactly what we're looking for, okay? So I want you to watch me this first time, this first go around, okay? All right, now here we go. Let me, I think I am sharing the sound. I think we're good to go. Let's roll. So today we'll be discussing the fascinating topic of ancient architecture. The remains of ancient architecture and city planning can be traced back to prehistoric civilizations, providing Wait. insights into the daily lives, beliefs, hierarchies, and aspirations of ancient peoples. Blah, blah, blah. It's amazing to think that structures from thousands of years ago are still influencing modern-day architecture. Here are two great examples of what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. One of the most distinct... This one was a little bit different. Two great examples. Ouch. So... Wagner, this is one of the more well, this is one of the more difficult ones because you're probably gonna have to ask yourself, ooh, so the lecture explains the two, and if you didn't write down a couple of words such as what I had written down, you would be like, oh my god, the two what? What the fuck am I gonna write as an introduction? So Tip number one, it's always good and safe to write down a couple of words just in case the man doesn't give a full definition. See, he should have said, here are the two great examples to how modern architecture still influences or some kind of modern architecture or maybe some prehistoric. But I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. So this is why it's very critical. So when I do that open introduction, it's going to be the lecture explains the two great examples, examples of how modern architecture uh, still influences city planning now to be honest with you is that true probably fucking not do i care fuck no all i care is about being very convicted with my bullshit that's all i care about <clears throat> so what it comes down to is the the lecture explains the two great examples of how modern architecture still influences city planning ta-ta is that even correct? Like I said before, probably fucking not. Do I care? Hell no. All I care is about making sure I write a solid sentence before I go into those two examples. And then it's all about the examples of what I'm talking about. One of the most distinctive and recognizable examples of ancient architecture is that of the Greeks. Their focus on symmetry and their use of wide columns are still seen today in modern buildings such as government buildings, museums, and other public spaces. Now, in addition to this, the Greeks used their architecture for art, as seen in their temples built for worship, stadiums, and even theaters designed for competitions and plays. Many modern-day stadiums and similar structures still follow the Greek design. On the other hand, the Phoenicians used architecture for more practical purposes. As a society heavily dependent on the sea for trade, they constructed artificial harbors with rectangular docks carved out of natural rock. Their fortifications included large dams, bridges, and walls, which were essential for protecting their cities. Unfortunately, much of their construction was done with wood, which has not stood the test of time. However, stone temples, walls, and shrines remain, providing an important glimpse into their civilization. There it is. Glimpse so of the civilization. Exactly, exactly. So if you remember that, <clears throat> uh, they still remain in terms of their civilization and stuff, something like that, right? So Some, sometimes I can get, I, I can get the, the intro uh, from the prompter, right? Yep. 
sometimes uh, uh, you, you don't don't need to to uh, worry about oh my gosh uh, as you said if if the the, the lecture gives specifically ah uh, definition is about 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 no that's uh, you need to to write down exactly yeah. exactly so i think the most difficult part is that very beginning is the very very beginning okay and it's created that introduction to create that momentum. Without the momentum, we're going to lose. Without the momentum, we're going to lose. So we got to create that introduction. That's the most important part, right? And so right. if you create that momentum at the very beginning, everything from there is going to be very, very good. So after that, what it comes down to, remember, you always ask me about the outline, Wagner. All right? And so let's look at the outline, okay? Greek is the main one, all right? Now, mm -hmm. after that, we have, what do they do? Symmetry, Y columns, gov, buildings, have today. So that's basically your what? Your supporting detail, all right? And then the supporting detail number two, sup detail numero dos, is the use it for art, seen in temples result modern day still follow that's all i wrote so what we have for the first outline is the greeks you're going to open it up the most distinctive in terms of architecture comes from the greeks supporting detail number one you have to talk about what about it symmetry why columns seen today government buildings in addition to that they also use it for art seen in temples competitions stadiums blah 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 the result, modern architecture today still follows what they had done thousands of years ago. Did he even say that? Nope. But you know what? I'm fucking cool and I can make shit up. All right. And then it comes down to the second part, which is on the other hand. See, this is the first time I ever heard the on the other hand or the however. Normally it's like, okay, this, uh, oh, this animal and this animal. But this is the first time I heard that contrast. So... If you ever hear linkers, I wrote down an addition because it's going to help me and it would help you. When I heard on the other hand, I absolutely wrote down on the other hand. And so what it comes down to is an outline. Again, the next one is the Venetians. Okay, what did they use it for? Practical, supporting detail, support detail. Here we go. Dependent on the sea, dependent, I'm sorry, dependent, man, I can't even spell that word. On the sea, they built it for artificial harbors, right? What else? Dams, bridges, walls. The negative aspect, okay, which is another support detail, uh, numero dos, made with wood didn't last. However, stone temples remain. So that could be either your support in detail number three or just conclude it by saying, however, in conclusion, the stone temples remain. And these are the two great classic examples of how ancient architecture still influences the modern day Greece. I don't know. I just made that shit up because I'm fucking cool. And that's how you break it down, senor. Now, oh, our studio, well, you know, it's all about the content words. If you could write down a couple of content words, Okay, artificial, 
temples, stone, practical, Venetians, symmetry, white columns, government buildings, temples, competitions, stadiums, dams, bridges, walls, made by wood, but it never stood the test of time, influence. These are all content words, all right? And that's actually one of the things that I had talked about in my pronunciation course, too. You know, I talk about how content words and focus words are extremely important. All right. And so this is what it looks like. And this is how it would sound like in its entirety. And you know what? Fuck it. Let me just do it right on this page. Make it easier. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. The lecture explains the two great examples of how modern architecture is still influenced by ancient city planning. The most distinctive comes from the Greeks, as the professor has stated, and it's in regards to symmetry, wide columns, which is still seen today in government buildings. In addition to that, they use it for art, and it's actually seen in temples, competitions, and stadiums. So in present day, the modern architecture still follows what the ancient Greeks had done before. On the other hand, the Venetians actually did it for a more practical reason. Because they were more dependent on the sea, they used it for artificial harbors, large dams, bridges, and walls. However, because it was done by wood, it did not last, but the stone temples still remain. So these are the two influences in regards to how modern architecture is still influenced by ancient Greeks. 55 seconds. There it is. So you see how I mixed it up tremendously at the beginning, and that was not good. You saw how I just started saying a whole bunch of random stuff because I got a little bit lost because I should have highlighted what I had written down here rather than looking at, you know, the outline and everything. But it should have said, the lecture explains the two great examples of how modern architecture is still influenced by, by what? And I can tell you right now, this little area right here is what fucked me up because it wasn't influenced by city planning. But I had to hurry up and rephrase and state a whole, whole bunch of random things after that because I didn't know what the fuck I wrote down. So this is why I told you the introduction is important. My last part, my final third, well, I want to say my final third, the last, the three fourths, okay? The last 25% of my introduction in terms of city planning I had to I had to adjust and adapt very quickly because that didn't make any sense. And then I had to go back and say the most distinctive was done by the Greeks. But I rephrased and said a lot of things that just went up and down, up and down. It wasn't until I went into on the other hand where I gained my momentum back. Although I was able to adapt very easily in the first 35 seconds, I made it more difficult for myself. So this goes to show you that that introduction and then that first one, I didn't even have.